Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full-disclosure, sweet-talk, scrapping woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. This podcast is going to be featuring my health journey and how substantially focusing on my health and well-being has impacted my personal ability to perform and stay at the top of my game. I figured since it's the beginning of a new year, it may inspire or help you to make some necessary changes in your own life. I've lost 52 pounds so far and at my heaviest weighed 267 pounds. Currently, I weigh 215 pounds. My goal right now is to get under 200. While numbers on the scale suck, it's an important tool for measuring where you're at and where you're going. I've struggled with weight my entire life. Not obsessively, actually quite the contrary. Too passively, I'd say. To be blunt, I never really gave a crap. Of course, I'd have random days where I'd feel fat or feel great, but those days happened both at my heaviest weight and at my lightest weight. So that's really saying something. I've been up and I've been down about it. Growing up, I was always naturally on the heavier side and was a chubby child. I felt everything from feeling insecure and awful at my lowest weight to feeling confident and beautiful at my heaviest weight. You want to know how that's possible? Hint, happiness and confidence has nothing to do with your weight. Happiness and confidence is an internal job and nothing external has the power to get in your way. You may perceive your appearance or weight to make you feel a certain way, but it's totally all in your head. It is possible to feel confident and beautiful as a plus-size woman, just the same as it's possible to feel insecure and awful about your body as an under or average weight woman. Feeling good is an inside job, and it takes a lot of self-development and consistency to truly feel confident and happy in your own skin at whatever weight you're at. Weight can be a sensitive topic for many women, but it doesn't have to be. If you find it awkward or uncomfortable, it's probably because you know you have some inner work to do. Anytime anyone gets offended or is sensitive about something, it's a clear sign that they need to dig deeper and address the reasons behind those feelings. People don't just get offended or upset unless it strikes a chord within themselves in an area that they know they need improvement in. Weight is just a number, and numbers have nothing to do with feelings. Other people always see you way better than you see yourself. They don't notice your arms that you deem as chubby or your thick thighs that you secretly feel insecure about. 
You know why? Because people are more fixated and concerned about their own appearances to give a crap about yours. It's not even a good or a bad thing. It's literally just a thing. Call it human nature or whatever, but girl, no one else even notices all the imperfections you think you have. Still feeling down and out about the incident in fifth grade when Sandy called you fat in front of the whole class? Stop it. Sandy called you fat because she hated herself, which actually had nothing to do with you. She was trying to divert people from seeing her own flaws and insecurities and unfortunately felt the need to shift that attention onto you. If anyone has ever been mean to you regarding your weight or appearance, listen to me right now when I say this. When people are mean to other people, it's because of their own internal hatred and unhappiness they have within themselves. It's that simple. They're insecure and unhappy with their own appearance, so they pick on you to help them feel better. This applies to anything that anyone is ever mean to you about in life. It is them. It literally has nothing to do with you. They're insecure. They take it out on you. And they suck. Mean people never make it anywhere in life. So ditch them, ditch their opinions, and keep being your fabulous self. I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. I mean, I'm honest with you all the time, but like specifically right now, I used to be the worst for creating healthy routines and sticking with a consistent diet. I ate what I felt like and didn't work out if I didn't want to. The biggest excuse I always made was that if I wasn't going to go full on and eat a perfect salad-based diet and work out seven times a week, then forget it. I might as well not even bother. If I couldn't do it strictly and perfectly, there was absolutely no point in my mind. Listen to me. It was the stupidest crap I've ever tried to tell myself. Just absolutely horrendous. Clearly, even making small changes to your diet and well-being is much better than saying screw it if you can't do it perfectly 100% of the time. Learning to be okay with a cheat day or indulgence was actually a majorly important aspect of my journey. I used to always feel awful and guilty and like giving up as soon as I had a slip up. I had to teach myself that giving up was not an option this time around. Let me tell you, health and wellness is a mindset game. You get your mind right and you'll be able to achieve anything. So my health journey truly started a couple years ago when I was at my heaviest weight at 267 pounds. 
Even for my tall 5'10 frame, that was a lot of extra weight I was carrying around. I also had so many digestive issues, I couldn't eat anything without feeling like garbage after. I had randomly unexplained aches and pains. I could blame it on owning a bakery, but the truth is it had nothing to do with the bakery. It had to do with me and my lack of care and concern for my health and well-being. Oh, and it also had to do with what I was putting in my own mouth. I went to the doctor and even met with a gastroenterologist. Is that how you say that? Basically, a stomach doctor. Let's not try to be fancy here. To try to figure out what the heck was happening. I had been gluten-free for a few years at this point, which substantially helped my cognitive abilities and mental health. But I still continued to have constant stomach and digestive-related issues. I was trying to figure out if it was something I was eating and tried eliminating several different foods to see, none of which seemed to help. I finally came to the realization that I just wasn't healthy. And the reason I didn't feel great was because I wasn't healthy. If I didn't feel that great, it must have been because my body wasn't performing optimally. So step one was deciding that being healthy and having energy was more important than that extra glass of wine or late night munching. I started this journey two years ago with making the tiniest little changes. I'd eat healthier and quote unquote, move more. And that was about it. It wasn't too hard because I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself, but the problem was that it wasn't getting me the results I wanted either. In that whole year, I only lost 10 pounds, which sure is better than adding 10 pounds for sure. But in the course of an entire year, I knew I could do better. I knew I needed to do better. When it dawned on me, Healthy people are people who take care of their health. Mind-blowing, right? Consistently taking care of their health, meaning maybe all I had to do was pay attention and follow what all those quote-unquote healthy people were doing. It was like an aha moment where I realized that healthy people were serious and very intentional in their approach to food and well-being. They didn't just eat everything that was put in front of them, nor did they feel obligated to eat something because their friend was eating it. Food wasn't an afterthought to them. Oh no, these quote unquote healthy people were very meticulous about the ingredients and macro ingredients that were hiding in the foods they put into their mouths. They didn't eat foods because they felt like eating them or were craving it. They ate foods because they wanted to feel 
great. They also ate like this majority of the time. Eating healthy is a consistency game and not an intensity game. Meaning if you eat healthy consistently with the odd treat here and there, you'll get the results. Whereas if you eat extremely healthy for a month to the point where you can no longer stand it and revert back to your old habits, you'll notice nothing. I realized that the reason these people were so healthy and full of life and energy was because they had strong, healthy habits that they implemented the majority of the time. They didn't do what I did, where I would eat healthy for two weeks and think, okay, that's good enough, and then fall back into my old crappy habits. So it finally clicked with me that what I needed to do was start following what these healthy people were doing. They clearly knew way more than I did in this area, and I figured if I followed what they were doing for long enough, I'd eventually start to lose some weight and hopefully feel better. I followed health and fitness Instagram accounts to provide me with the knowledge and inspiration. I also watched several YouTube videos. Knowledge is power, especially when it's not your personal strength. Just because it's not your strength doesn't give you permission to ignore the issue. There's way too much information online to pretend not to know. Do your research and educate yourself. Be relentless in your approach to your health and well-being. So after the first year of only losing 10 pounds, I decided I need to do better than that. And I knew that I could. I wondered why I could be so successful in business, but not in this area of my life. So I decided to apply the same principles that proved to be successful in my business to my health and wellness journey. You can do this too. What are you exceptionally good at? Figure out the reasons you're so good at those things and apply the same principles that have been successful for you in that area to weaker areas like health and well-being. For me, it was my commitment, motivation, desire, strength, and need to be successful that drove me in business. So why couldn't I apply those same things to my health and create the same success in that area? It was December 23rd, 2019, just over one year ago now that I decided I was going to really do this. I decided to try the keto diet since it was the closest diet to what I would normally eat and it was filled with foods that I knew made me feel amazing, like salmon, nuts, avocado, coconut, etc. You'll notice that December 23rd was two days before Christmas, eight days before New Year's, and exactly one month before my birthday. All special occasions that, wait for it, involved the best freaking food. I knew I needed to start December 23rd for these three reasons. Number one, 
I needed to prove to myself that I actually had the strength, desire, and commitment to stick to a diet through the hardest of circumstances. And Christmas, New Year's, and my birthday would be the biggest challenges. I knew that if I got through this, it would give me the momentum and confidence I'd need to seriously stick to it the rest of the year. I was totally right. Number two, I knew if I waited until after any of these occasions, I would feel like those occasions were more important than my health journey and I would be predisposed to fail. I knew this because I'd always made similar negotiations with myself in the past and it literally never worked. I'd always say, oh, starting Monday or oh, starting after my birthday, etc. Meanwhile, I'm subconsciously telling myself that eating healthy is not a priority. And in fact, treating myself to food is more important than feeling great. Then on top of that, I would use all those starting after today excuses to make myself feel better. Ah, so bad. Number three, there will always be an excuse not to start today. Don't fall for it. Start today. A year from now, you'll be happy that you did. I know I am. Fast forward to today. Currently, I'm down 52 pounds and weigh 215 pounds. I didn't realize at the time that carrying that much extra weight was naturally exhausting. Like, imagine I just went to the gym and picked up a 50-pound dumbbell weight right now and just carried it around with me everywhere I went. It would only be a matter of time before I couldn't hold it any longer. It's much less of a burden when the weight is dispersed throughout your entire body and you don't notice it as much, and thus you don't even think it's a big deal. But it is. My first major goal is to get under 200 pounds, only 15 pounds to go. It's not really about a goal weight, though which is where I think a lot of people go wrong. They finally get to their goal weight and then what? Celebrate and think they can maintain it without the same intentionality and commitment that got them there in the first place, which I learned isn't true. I would always hear people talk about how it's a lifestyle and whatever. I didn't even know what they meant by that. Now I know it has to be a lifestyle in order to maintain your health, wellness, and weight. Meaning, if you want to remain at your goal weight that you worked so hard to achieve, you have to continue eating the same foods that got you there. Don't think for a second you'll magically maintain it without the same dedication, awareness, and effort that you've been putting in up until this point. As soon as you stop paying attention to what you're eating and doing, all your hard work will go out the freaking window. Besides, it's not all about weight. In fact, it's mostly about feeling great and having endless amounts of energy. Why would you even want to give that up after all you've learned along the way? 
So I don't know a whole lot about different diets. I find the keto diet to be amazing for me, but I don't know that everyone would find it as beneficial as I did. Find out what works for you and stick to it. Follow other fitness experts and see what they're doing. Remember that if it's not something enjoyable to you, you won't stick with it. So make sure whatever food choices you make, that they're healthy and consist mainly of foods you actually enjoy eating. To make this easier for me, I get pre-made keto dinner meals from Ketolibrium, which are amazing, by the way. Any little ways you can make the process easier and more enjoyable, do it. Don't try to be an expert at healthy cooking right away if you have no idea where to start. It'll seem overwhelming and result in you giving up. Set yourself up for success by making everything easy to stick to. I started working out about four months ago, so I did not begin my journey by working out. Obviously, there are many mental and physical health benefits to working out. And in case you're wondering if you have to do both eating healthy and working out? The answer is no. But if you want quicker and better results, then the answer is yes. Again, if you don't enjoy working out, then make it easier by getting a personal trainer. They'll make it fun and make sure you don't hurt yourself. (laughs) Because if you're anything like me, you have no idea what you're doing in a gym. Like I said, eating healthy and working out has never been my strength. So it's important for me to make it as easy as possible by getting pre-made meals and a personal trainer. Yes, they can be expensive, but cut back in another area of spending and not when it comes to your health. Your health is your greatest asset and best investment. Taking over the world is going to require you to have an abundance of energy, stamina, and need you to be in extraordinary health. Oh, and I guess since I am a bakery owner, I should add that yes, you deserve a delicious treat every now and then, but it doesn't have to be every single day. And that's coming from me, the owner of Chick Boss Cake, who loves to sell sweets. So that's how you know I love you and care tremendously about your health, happiness, and well-being. Enjoying life is about balance and creating a healthy foundation that still allows a Chick Boss indulgence every now and then. Feel free to head over to my blog or Instagram page for my before and after pictures. So that's all. That's been my health journey up until this point. I plan on continuing it and maybe upping my game this year as well. Hopefully by this time next year, I'll be in even better health. I hope you found this podcast helpful. And as always, thanks for listening to Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, 
owner and creator of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton. Today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams today. Today.